Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the podcast that is always on the pulse of our audience. We know exactly what you like, what you don't, what episodes you like, what episodes you didn't what part of which episode you liked and what parts of which episode you didn't. Speaking of which, maybe you don't even like this part of the episode. We will know that because we're on the pulse of what's going on with our audience. Speaking of which, I have with me the world's greatest podcasting co-host in the history of podcasting who is always right on the pulse of exactly what people need, and then he gives it to them. Here he is, Mr. Everett Farnell. You know, it's wonderful because if you ask people, they will tell you what they want. If you Hmm. give them a way to give you the information, all you've got to do is open up your ears and open up your eyes and listen, and they will give you all of the opportunity that you could ever ask for ever in your life. Interesting Um, how that works, isn't it? Fabulous. If you listen, uh, you will hear stuff. If you listen and you look, you will hear and see stuff that will allow you to destroy your competition, that will allow you to point out how their offices and their clients are run down and destroyed and and how they've mismanaged their money and how they've stolen money and how money hasn't gone to the right places. Well, and, but, but even if you don't want to be that Trumpian about it and use it to dis- information <laughs> to destroy your competition, at least you can use it to know what to promote about yourself. What people care exactly. about. There's too many times, and this is the lesson we're talking about, dear listener, the lesson learned from Donald Trump, is you see if uh, you're watching these Democratic debates, which is a nightmarish clown show, if you ask me. I mean, I remember, you know, five years ago, we were just laughing about the fact there were 17 Republican candidates. What an absurd number. How could there be, you know, I understand three <laughs> or four, 17 is a ridiculous clown car. And the Democrats have now decided we have 25. You think 17 is a clown car? We're going to give you a clown bus. I mean, and, and then they're so At least the Republicans were smart, and they put the top 10 on the debate, and the other 10 were like on at noon on the other channel or something. You're, you're in the second tier. Like no one sees or hears you. They have to stretch to see you, and you do not get to throw barbs at Jeb Bush because you're not in the top 10. You don't get to beat up our top people. These Democrats are so stupid that they put these nobodies who I don't, no one's ever going to know who these people are except whatever town they're a mayor of or something, and they get 0% of the vote, and yet they get to be up there and throw bar- and get equal time and throw barbs at Joe Biden and make fools out of the whole rest of the party. It's just a complete clown show. But anyway, Trump has always had a history of of saying what the people want, people actually people the anti-Trumpers say that's a negative. Well, he's just playing to his base. You hear that all the time. He's just giving them the red meat, what they want. He plays to the base. Yeah. Well, here's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump, folks. One way that Donald Trump does it 
is by his use of social media. And before you start tuning off and go, oh, yeah, yeah, we all know that we heard that, here's something you just haven't heard because nobody talks about this except here on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. So everyone knows that Trump has X millions of followers on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and so, oh, he can put out tweets and, and circumvent the media and go right around them and go right to the people, and he can say what he wants. Yeah, and everyone talks about the stuff he puts out on social media, so that's well known, and that's not what we're talking about here. Here, what we're talking about is that Trump also gets people tweeting to him. And I don't just mean right. angry anti-Trumpers like, like Twitter is known for, people arguing and fighting and yelling back and forth. I'm talking about research. I'm talking about information. I'm talking about dirt on the opposition. A lot of times it comes to Trump in the form of a tweet. Here's a video. Here's a article. Here's a fact about something. So I'll give you an example that just happened in the last few days is one of the Congress people who lives uh, and represents a district in Baltimore for like the last who knows how long forever, swamp-dwelling, inner city, <laughs> running unopposed every year liberal, running the city into the ground. And sure enough, I mean, I did door-to-door sales for nine years, and for about a year of that, I was in Philly and Baltimore. And Baltimore, even back then, 20-something years ago, we already knew where to go, which was a complete pit. But it's even worse today because it's got an extra 20-something years of liberal corrupt rule where any money you donate to the city to clean it up just disappears into the pockets of the politicians and their brother who happens to be a contractor, and nothing ever gets done, but I digress. So Trump goes out, and this guy, this Baltimore representing an inner-city ghetto district, part of it, Elijah Cummings. So he is the head of a committee who is grilling one of Trump's border guys about the kids in cages and the awful situation, the terrible living situation in these detention centers. And it's inhuman and no one would want to live there. And he's yelling and screaming at the guy and telling him how he sucks and how Trump is terrible and blah, blah, blah. It's inhuman. It's un-American. It's whatever. Well, Trump comes out two days later, and he says, oh, yeah, Elijah Cummings? Get a look at your own district, buddy. Your own district, here's a video of it. It's a ghetto. It's got row after row, block after block of boarded-up houses and garbage and debris, and, of course, the crackheads are all living there, and there's hypodermic needles all over the place. The kids are stepping on and playing, uh, and it's just it's a horrible, horrible city and a horrible situation. Well, where did he get that from? He didn't do the research himself. He didn't pay a staff to do it. He got it by somebody tweeting to him about it. So some pro-Trumper who lived in Baltimore walked around the neighborhood with a camera and took some film and tweeted it to Trump, and Trump retweeted it, went out and talked about it. This thing went viral, and Trump was able to raise the temperature and do what we've talked about before, what Trump does. Trump doesn't just defend his guy who was getting beat up by Elijah Cummings. He goes on the attack. He's a counterpuncher. Oh, he goes on the attack. The offense is the best defense, all that kind of stuff. People talk about Trump. But what we're talking about here, the lesson learned is where he got the dirt he got the information, he got the ammunition to attack Elijah Cummings was because he's cultivated his social media so that not only does he send out the stuff, which everyone talks about and everyone knows about, but he also gets information, valuable golden information, so he's on the pulse of what's going on because people are saying, yeah, this is going on, this is here, this is happening here, here's a video, here's a something, here's a whatever, 
Trump now knows what to talk about at the next rally, what to talk about at the next debate, what to blast out on Twitter, what to talk to the press about. A lot of the research that's being done is being done for free by his supporters thanks to social media. You know, there's a reason, I don't know if you remember, it's been years now, about 10 years since they started calling it Web 2.0. That's what Web 2.0 means, dear listener. The first iteration of the web was, hey, you can get information. Web 2.0 meant you can also have a two-way conversation. That's when social media erupted. That's Web 2.0, and Trump uses the incoming aspect of social media better than anybody. No doubt about it. And for the listeners, you know, maybe it's the HVAC guy or the roofing guy or the guy who runs a dry cleaner who's saying, well, that's all fine and dandy, but I'm not the president of the United States and I don't have 17 bazillion Twitter followers. You don't need to have that. What you need to do, first, what you need to realize is take the strategy that Trump uses and pull it down into what you're doing. He's building relationships with his Twitter followers by posting things that they want to read about and that they want to hear about and that they agree with. So now if you can take that strategy and pull it down into your Facebook use, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or all of them, then what you do is you create that relationship. You don't have to post about ACs or about roofing or about dry cleaning on your business page. You can post about local things that are going on. You can post jokes. You can post funny memes. You can post interesting bits of information. You can post things that are going to create that relationship. And then you can encourage the people to come back with you about what they want in regards to what you're doing. You you start a conversation with these people, with the people who are your following. You will get more followers. More and more people will start reading your post. And you don't have to spend 17 hours a day doing this. You can spend, if you do a little planning, do a little planning on the weekend about what you're going to post, and then you spend two, three, five minutes in the morning, two, three, five minutes at night. You make your post and read the messages and read the comments. You'll be stunned at how much information you get about your clients and about your customers, about what they want, about things that are frustrating to them how much information you'll get about your competition. They'll tell you what your competition's doing right, what your competition's doing wrong. You're exactly right, Everett, and not just talking about the competition, but you will just see the questions that they have, the issues that they have, the problems that they're wondering if someone has a solution for. You can get those through social media. This is not a make a post today. And, you know, a lot of the beginning stuff that I know you do with businesses, Steve, and I do with businesses is about getting a letter out, getting an ad out, getting a response back and turning that around quickly to make the money with it. It's a direct response is what we do. This is not a direct response, necessarily a direct response strategy. Although we are getting responses, and we're certainly getting them directly from the, from the customers, but this is something you have to build. It might take you six months or a year of a few minutes invested every morning and a few minutes invested every evening to build up the following and to build that relationship and to get that back and forth. But that's what makes clients and customers sticky. That's what makes them stay around. That's what makes them keep coming to you. That what, that's what makes them refer to you. That's what makes them tell you what the problem is. And that's I what mean, also makes know. them tell others because they'll retweet your stuff and you'll retweet their stuff and that's what they call going viral. And now people say, exactly. who's that heating and air guy? Who's that lawyer? Who's that contractor? I never heard of, but now I have. He's always putting out a funny video. Well, he didn't take one second to create the video. He just retweeted it out. Somebody sent it to him and said, hey, you're always talking about X, Everett. 
So uh, here's an interesting article about it. And then exactly. you retweet it out, and that person feels valued, which, of course, they are. You could even reward them. You can put something in your newsletter or on the wall in your business or whatever and reward people with some kind of gift card or X percent off or a free lunch or a pizza or something if they send you a post that you retweet or, you know, however you want to get started doing And I can tell you from my experience... Mm-hmm. As an expert, a consultant and an expert, when I first started going on to Twitter, I did take time to, like you just said, Everett, I took time to go on Twitter and put out my tweets and I went to different websites and posted information that helps small business owners make money just like we do every week here on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. And I did this for a few months and I built a following of I don't know, I had like 50 or 60,000 Twitter followers in the Chicago area, mostly. That's where I was located. And I would get uh, posts, I would get uh, private messages, and I would get requests through my Twitter, a lot from the media, from event people. They were saying, can you speak at this event? Can I please uh, interview you for an article I'm writing on something about business, and I want to quote you in my article in the Chicago Tribune. Can you come be on a panel and speak at this event we're hosting in downtown Chicago for business people? Can you write a column for chicagobusiness.com? I did that every week for a year. That all came out of me building a Twitter account and then paying attention to what was coming in. A whole bunch of stuff came in. Well, there you go. I mean, you can't argue with success. Well, and not only is that success, but I got to tell you, of all the weeks, certainly you should every week go to lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com and get the advanced. We have a very simple, very easy, and extremely powerful, probably a hundred times more powerful than just your own Twitter or Facebook account, how to leverage social media, how to get the best incoming information that you can turn around and make a ton of money with. There's a very simple, easy, quick way to do it, and we're going to share it as the advanced tip this week. So head on over to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com to get the advanced tip of the week. And then make sure you're back here next week for another Lesson Learned from Donald Trump on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.